season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Holy cow. Take 15 of this episode of the Pat and JT podcast. Text us, which we got a lot of texts about um, our next guest. Um, 402-403-9478. Also, a lot of messages on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you probably saw him on um, Songland yeah. two nights ago. NBC. Speak. NBC. Tim Halperin, who was on with us a while ago, talking about it. Man, we are so proud of you and what you did on that show. Thanks so much, you guys. I really appreciate it. It was such an unbelievable and uh, surreal experience, really. It was it was really fun to watch, and, and I've watched other episodes of it. It's just it was like at the open when they were doing the, the opening credits. I'm watching, and I'm like, "Where's Where's Tim? Where's Tim in the opening credits? Where's Tim? Where's Tim?" And then they starting your first, and I was like, "Awesome! Yeah, There's, he's right off the bat." <laughs> um, if you want to kind of walk us through the whole experience of the show itself, who your judges were, the musical guest. And then kinda, we want to play a little bit the, of your version of the song on there too. In a little can we bit. do that? At le- is that legal for us yeah. to play some of your song? Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah. So, so when we first got out there, uh, it was like mid January, I think January 17th. And, um, at that point I didn't know which artists we were pitching to. And the next morning we had a meeting with the executive producers, which, which is really rare. That just doesn't, that doesn't happen usually on reality shows. But we met with them, and they were just, from the get-go, really encouraging Can to I us. Can I ask you, your executive producers, is it one welcome. of your uh, executive producers, was that Adam Levine? Did I see his he name? He is, yes. He, he wasn't in that room. Um, we never got to see Adam. Oh. Adam was a mystery man oh, uh, never during mind. the production. <laughs> I think he was, like, sort of, they have... Um, on the other side of the set, they have chairs for the execs. And I think he was there for our, our shooting days. Um, but we didn't see him outside of that. Gotcha. So, okay. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. No, 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 you're fine. <laughs> so, uh, we met with them and, and, uh, the execs told us that Lady Annabellum would be the artist we were going to pitch to. And I was, uh, pretty nervous about that because I've never written country before. And so <laughs> I was a little bit, surprised and kind of nervous of like oh man I'm, I'm the pop guy i would be an easy person to cut you know but um so but the more i, I started li- really digging into their catalog because i'd only really heard their radio songs and mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of pop there yes. so um that that sort of eased my uh anxiety a little bit but yeah so then we uh we had a we, we would have a rehearsal day before each of our performances and we also had a day where we shot all the b-roll so where you see like our lyrics popping up around our our heads and stuff mm-hmm. before we <laughs> perform our songs so we shot that stuff and uh and then yeah the, for the performance days um we would go one at a time um they would tell us the order that we were going to perform in when we got there and um for my first performance uh, you know, you saw some of the banter, but there was a lot more of the banter beforehand. And um, I was just—I uh, just gotta say, I'm glad to see that you didn't feel like you needed to flirt with the ladies this time. Seriously, <laughs> married Tim Halpern is much different than single <laughs> Tim Halpern with yes. J Lo. Yes, that yeah. would have been great for my image. <laughs> yeah, right. As a married man, but yeah. Esther. I'm expecting a baby, but man, you're right? hot. But now, now you know why I wrote this song. <laughs> yes, right, right. <laughs> There's always a chance. There's always a chance. <laughs> you never know. Um, okay. So, but they didn't show this. But uh, Esther grew up in Omaha. Did y'all know that? 
Huh, I didn't know that. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so when when they asked me where I was from, I said Omaha, and she said, I, I grew up in Omaha. And uh, I was like, no way. I, I had no idea. Um, and she went to North High School. So Did not know that. Well, that's, that's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, so they asked me more about my story, performed the song, and then my, my first session with them where you see us talking through the song and them offering up some ideas, some changes. So let's, let's play, before you get to any further, let's play this, the, not the whole thing, just play up to the like halfway of it. This was your Great. first performance in front of uh, everybody here on the show. Wishing wells and shooting stars just let me down. Never had to pray this hard, but I'm learning how. And the wall between us, paper thin, but I can't break through. Feels like I'm losing you. Wow. That's really interesting there. Yes. So darling, give me something I can hold on to. Dang. Let's put this back. That is so I good, Tim. That, that is so so good. It's so it, it's so catchy. Um, Thanks, you guys. It's it was just typical Tim Halperin. It was. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. it, it is a song that that I felt so confident in performing because I do feel like it's it's in my wheelhouse um, as a songwriter, but also as a performer. So um, yeah, yeah, I was I was really happy that the performance came across on TV as well as I felt like it did in the room. Cause sometimes you, you never know what TV mixes for right. the audio and just how they edit it. But you know, um, can I just yeah. back up here just real quick? Cause the people listening to you, the songwriters that were listening to you, can you kind of, you mentioned Esther, um, Esther Dean. Um, and then the other ones that were there, Shane McAnally and Ryan Tedder is then Ryan Tedder's the one that you worked with and his, yep. what's his history? Yeah, yeah. Ryan, um, he's the lead singer of One Republic. Yeah. And um, so genius. obviously yeah. his first major hit was Apologize. But around that same time, he started writing with other artists. And so it was during that time that he wrote um, Bleeding Love uh, with Leona Lewis. Yes. And um, and then it just kind of took off from there. And so he's he's kind of written with, you name it, Halo by Beyonce is one of his. And the Jonas Brothers, their last couple of hits... Um, sucker and uh what a man gotta do uh but just he's had monster songs yeah throughout the last 10 years pretty much at any given time on pop radio there'll, there'll be two or three ryan tedder songs and he's kind of he's he's been on both sides of this because one republic was also the musical guest last season in one of right. the episodes so he's kind of he knows all sides of this now yeah. Yeah. I think I think that experience was helpful for him to know how the artist feels walking into that room uh, and how to relate to them in, yeah. in that moment. So, I mean, how encouraging yeah. to I mean, yeah. while you and, and we'll post a link um, on the in the description of to the YouTube video of the whole song. But um, you, as you're seeing their reaction, hearing their reactions the first time they heard this, it had to be pretty encouraging, number one. And then they come back and start giving you feedback. And you had mentioned then you break away with him and you start getting some, you know, getting some ways to tweak the song, make it better. Did you ever think of doing it as a duet before they suggested that? No, I I definitely had not thought about that. But when they suggested it, it it got me excited because that meant they heard themselves singing it. Yes. Um, as Lady Antebellum. And so I 
I kind of I immediately jumped on that idea because, um, you know, the thought for me was I've, I've never pitched to another artist before, but the thought for me was, OK, if, if they're asking to do something where they can hear themselves on it better, that means they like the song and that means they're thinking about themselves singing it. So I need to I need to do that. Um, and luckily, you know, my friend Haley, who lives out in L.A. and, you know, we've been friends for eight or nine years and have sung together a bunch. Um, and she's just so great. And, and immediately I thought of her and, uh, you know, told Ryan about her and, and he was super excited about her being on the, on the show as well. So, um, she helped yeah. out with the duet so they could, so you could present it as a duet. Um, yeah. that was how, awesome. How much time did you actually <clears throat> spend with him in, in making tweaks to the song? I mean, we used to only see minutes on the actual e- episode, but how much time did you guys spend? How many tweaks did you say no to? Did he say no to? You know, what and was the I process? Liked when they were when they were actually making comments when you first presented it, and they made a couple of changes with a, a phrasing or changed a word in the and actually it'd be in the in the title of it as well. Um, I feel like I'm losing you or what? what it, how they change that to? Um, yeah, so they wanted on the at the end of the chorus to say feels like I'm losing you and then say I'm not losing you. That's so it, it feels yeah. more desperate, which I thought was really we only made two changes. We made that change. And we changed the third line of the chorus um, from go down throwing punches to uh, I'm too afraid to say it, but I know it's true. So now are you going to. That's huge, though. That is, I mean, seriously, they kept your song intact. Because flash forward just a couple seconds and we'll ask about this. The one that actually won the night, it's like wasn't even the the same song. But anyway, um, so you're, are you going to (laughs) keep either of those changes as, and take them back and make it a part of your original song or keep it the way you wrote it, OG? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I thought those changes were very tasteful and I thought they fit the song really well and yeah i mean i'm 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 gonna keep those changes for sure um but i did I, I mean it was very validating um they didn't show so a couple of things they didn't show um first of all ryan they they spoke to that they spoke to ryan and shane said man we wouldn't change anything with this verse like it's it's great wow. and um so that was really validating and then um when shane said about that line in the chorus go down throwing punches if you want me to his reasoning for um, wanting to change it was he felt like it was too violent of a line for a relationship song. And that was something I'd never thought about and I thought was a really good point. Yeah. Um, and so, True. you know, he's he's a pro and I thought that was a really great instinct um, from him. And so, and, you know, I really, I think the line that Ryan came up with is stronger. So those are the two changes and I was easily on board with those. When we had our, when Ryan and I had our first session that you saw, uh, they had drummed up some sort of a, an early mix of some thoughts on the production from what Charles had said from Lady Annabellum during, during my session. And it was cool, but it was like too, it was too rock. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, had very much a rock feel with, with the beat and instrumentation and stuff. And then Ryan sat down at the piano, like you saw a, a couple snippets of, and we just started working through it at, at the piano and that just felt like more of the heart of the song to me. And so I just, I told him, I was like, man, I, I really like this approach a whole lot more. And that's when he started talking about, yeah, we could add some, some cello and just make it very, you know, more yes. emotional. And, um, and I was like, yeah, I, I think that's the, I think that's the approach. And, um, 
It just sounded so, so that's good, what man. He, From he your doing, your, you know? your first version was amazing. Um, the the tweaks and the final performance were incredible. I mean, goosebumps Thanks. at one point. Like I was smiling. <laughs> we were, I was just so proud. I was just so proud of how how well you were doing. Uh, it, um, was, it was it just was awesome. Really, it was great. I want to take a second to thank American Heart Association for being mm. a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely, really proud to be working with them and passing along some good information. Would you recognize the most common signs of a stroke? They're important to know. Just remember. Fast. Face, arms, speech, and time. Fast. Exactly. If one side of their face droops when they smile, if they can't keep both arms raised in the air, or their speech is slurred or strange, or you see any of those signs, call 911 immediately. When it comes to a stroke, every second counts. My grandfather had a stroke, right. and I realized that, and they got to him in time, and it helped. It's all in the, this the simplest thing. Remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, time. Visit heart.org to learn more about how to prevent a stroke and recognizing the warning signs of a stroke. And as Pat alluded to Mm. in the end, and I want to come back to and touch on the competitors and how well you all got to know each other as songwriters. But this at the end, they chose, um, what was her name? Merlot. Madeline Merlot. Madeline. They picked her song, which came in titled I'll Drink to That and left titled Champagne Night. None of the lyrics were the same. And so as a layperson... Just watching the show. I'm like, I thought this was about songwriters. And I thought we were looking <laughs> right. for their for their phrasing and that and that that's where I felt like you got ripped off. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a little bit interesting. Um I mean I remember the day uh because Madeline worked with Shane um the first time we were out there. So before I, I actually got into Ryan's studio and I remember talking to her about I was like, So did y'all change anything? And and she's like, yeah, we changed, Shane, Shane wanted to change all of the lyrics. And <laughs> How'd she feel about that? I mean, seriously, that had to be like she a was, dagger. She was very nervous about it. Oh, she was very nervous yeah. about it. And here's why. It's for a lot of reasons, but the biggest was she walked in already with three other co-writers on the song. And so they, wow. they not all of them were very on board with her taking the song to Songland because they were saying, we like it the way it is. We don't think it needs any changes. Um, we think we can you know, you could sing it or we can get it cut by somebody without that. Yeah. And so when they changed everything, um, and then also it reduces the, the original songwriters share yeah. the song by half. And so I, you know, I think she was the most nervous about telling those songwriters. Oh, and by the way, none of the lyrics are See, that's the yeah. same. One of the things that they said on, and Lady Annabellum, I don't remember which one of them said it, and, uh, but anyway, had made reference to, it came down to what we needed for our show. And I thought, wow, that's really not fair because you submitted a song and then they pair yeah. you up with an artist. The artist is looking for something particular you didn't know about going in. Right. And I didn't even know I didn't you didn't know know about that until I saw the show that they were looking for a summer song. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I would have pitched a different song. Yeah, I would have pitched my song Dance, honestly, over over a song about, you know, know, emotional relationships. Yeah, it just wasn't I thought, well, that's kinda like the switch this you know, switch in the bait there what do you call that? Anyway. Bait and and switch. Bait and that thing. That we'll get you in here and then we're gonna (laughs) take you. Um, but anyway, I was just kind of like, Well, that's not that's that stinks because stinks. you didn't know coming in what you were presenting for. And so they and yeah. with her, they liked the sound of the song, but they didn't yeah. want those kind of lyrics. 
And I'm like, right. wow. And they did, and you know, and I I liked her original song a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was super catchy and great. It, but it 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 wasn't quite a fit for Lady Antebellum. It it didn't seem like uh, from what they were saying. But I think at the end of the day, what I walked away with feeling was, you know what? If someone before Songland ever happened, if someone were to give me the option of either a, you know, getting a song cut by somebody, but but having it look like a totally different song or B being a finalist on Songland and having all but two of my lyrics totally intact. And I would have chosen B yeah. um, because that's, that's just where I'm at in my career. And what I think mm-hmm. what I value most is that I, I want to be able to, I don't know. I, I want to be seen as, as that kind of a person. And, and that's kind of what I want to. Yeah. Agreed. Moving forward, I think that's going to be the most helpful for me um, is being known as uh, a songwriter who could work with Walk in the Door with Ryan Tedder yeah. and only have two lines different. I mean, that's a big deal. That's that a is. really big deal. So now, do you? Is it still technically it's your song? You can you can sell it to somebody else because I have a feeling. I mean, you could <laughs> count. Uh, I can count on what if I had ten hands. <laughs> uh, the, the country artists that are that watch that show and probably said, "Man, I need to record that song. Mm-hmm. I want that song." Have you been contacted by anybody? Um, yeah, so, so the way it works is, um, yes, because I still, you know, clearly have ownership in the song. Um, I can pitch it. My I I wrote it with another guy in Nashville. Um, he, he can, and then, uh, the three of the writers on the panel and their publishing can, can pitch it as well. And so, yeah, we started pitching yesterday and, um, have already gotten really good response. And so that's great. It's still very early on, um, to get a song cut. I mean, Songland is, is sort of like a like lightning round of the process, but mm-hmm. you know, it takes a lot, a long time because there are a lot of players that have to sign off on, you know, if, if, you know, a country artist, it's like, it's not only them, it's, it's their management, it's their label, it's their publishing. It's mm. all these people that, that have to be good to go with them, putting it, putting it on a record. And yeah. so it'll, it'll be a minute before, you know, we find out, but I, I feel very confident, especially, initially right after the show with the response that we've already been getting right. from, from publishers has been really good. This is going to come out to this. The show is going to release it as well. I'm sure because like they released no, all the songs not, from last year. They're not actually. They changed that this year. Really? Um, and that pissed me off because the next morning I got up and I went on my Apple music because I wanted to hear, <laughs> I wanted to hear your version of that version and it wasn't there. Yeah. It, I think it's actually a good thing. I, I for me, I, now that my song is a country song, it's not something like I, I would have to really think through how I would perform that, but then mm-hmm. if I release it, I think it it lowers my chances of a major country it's artist true. cutting it. Oh, that's a good point. Um, it's true because it is. So, it it kind of you kind of lay the groundwork and say this is how it sounds, and somebody else probably won't. Cause, yeah. Because I noticed that you know they released everybody's last year, and I would have been kind of as a songwriter. You're thinking, well, now you released it. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. That's true. And now somebody else play, but they did release the new song, Champagne Night. Yeah, yeah. That's of course, they're gonna the, they'll release the winning song for sure. <laughs> I, for 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 me too. Like, um, you know, I I, I think uh, I don't mind waiting a little bit, but also, what they're really wanting this year is is to get as many songs cut as possible. I think that's the goal because they made that very evident. Like that's why that's why we're not releasing the songs is that we want to try and get as many of the finalist songs cut by artists this year because it looks good for everybody, right? right? Like that'll be a great news story for Songland because it's like clearly they're curating 
some of the best songs for the show. Um, but it also looks good for the artist because it's like, oh, this song was on Songland and people heard it, loved it, you know, wished it would have gotten cut. Um, and now I can come in and be the hero. And it looks great for, you know, someone like me, you know, if, if my song didn't get picked and then to, to have it get picked by somebody else looks really good. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's, true. So. that's interesting. My so, gosh, so talk to congratulations. Us. So, yeah, so was awesome. it a kind of a, a rough weekend but with between you and your wife? It was the catalyst for that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because that was a song where like I wasn't even at odds with Kylie. I, if if I'm being completely honest, I had to embellish. Uh, you lied for, again. For I lied again. <laughs> oh my god! For sure, I've, I've got a good reputation to be That's a liar, right. and so thought I'd run with that. Um, no, I you know it. It's since I've been in Nashville, I write so many so many songs at this point um, where. Really, it's like it's almost like sometimes you're grabbing emotion from your past, right? And so, um, or, or from somebody else's, whoever you're in the room with. But, but that one in particular, I remember I, vividly the night that I started coming up with it. I I just sat down at the piano and found that um, chord progression, and it felt very fresh to me. And I started coming up with and you know wrote the first verse, and then I had a session the next day with the guy I wrote the song with, showed him the verse idea. And we had the song done within a couple hours. Uh, wow. But really, it was just more of trying to dig in on that emotion of desperation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we finished the song. And I, I'll never forget this. He was, when I, we we do a song, I, I track the vocal. And he's in the, um, like, there's a divide. And he's in the room with the computer editing and, and recording. And uh, he said into the talkback mic, he's like, did we just write a hit song in two hours? <laughs> That's pretty and awesome. I was like, man, man. I, this feels great. And and, he, and at that moment, we were like, man, what if Sam Smith cut this song? Um, oh. And and I and I still think like I, that would be a really really great artist to cut the song. But any artist like Sam Smith or like Chris Stapleton, if mm-hmm. you know if it stays country, um, but somebody who just has that. Heart. longing and mm. emotion in in the tone of their voice and yeah. they can carry that through um so those are the kinds of artists that would get me excited about wow. singing it that's awesome bottom oh line God. daddy needs yeah. to get his age right dude. that's right <laughs> Holy yeah that's right you're the baby that's right <laughs> got a mortgage to pay hey i got a question uh-huh. for you too off subject just a little bit but uh american idol yeah. news i saw they were just talking about this they're going on with the season and they're all doing it from home Oh, so, really? So That's Ryan and whoever, uh, Katy Perry are in California and whoever else is wherever they are. Huh. And then and all the artists as well, all the contestants are going to be from home. That is very interesting. So they can move wow. forward with it. And I thought, here's I, me that singing CeeLo Green into my com- internal computer <laughs> right. microphone. With, in my AirPods. Don't, don't mind my sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mind oh, my voice weird. changer. That is very weird. Yeah. That's, be, hmm. I, thought, I think there's no way they can get around to having production people sent to each of the contestants' homes I don't to see, set up audio. Yeah, there's I don't, no, way. There's I, no way they can get around that. To no. get everybody set up equally? They'd have to. They'd have to, yeah. I mean, they'd ha- they would have to. I heard him talking That's about it. That's so like, interesting. What? Yeah. Interesting, yeah. So, yeah. thank goodness you didn't have to do that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, I, th- this watching this and the, and the response from this, it's just felt entirely different from American Idol. Uh, there's, yeah. there's been zero negativity 
it's crazy. It's not like, like a Idol, reality that's the show. Part that was the hardest for me because people sit at home and they want to be the judge, right? Yeah. But with Songland, it just puts songwriters in such a great light and celebrates the songs so well yeah. that the response has just been phenomenal. Yeah. I, I've been very so it's thankful. It's such a positive show because you guys come in with a, with a great piece and then they never cut it down they just make it better and nobody is ever upset about the changes or they it change seems all like. her words and make it a hit and it know. is a hit i mean that's <laughs> song, that song is going to be a huge hit for them but it wasn't did, a hit right? going in it wasn't <laughs> but you're was right though because every there are no losers in the grand yeah. scheme yeah you're yeah. getting that's that's all good stuff and, and they've got great do you who know who need the other artists are going to be featured in this season Yep. Yeah, they have uh, Boys to Men. They have Florida Georgia Line. Um, her H E R. Yeah. One of the artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Fonzi, who yeah. did Despacito. Um, they have. That's good because he oh, needs uh, a new song Martina because McBride. that's all anybody knows him for right now. Yeah. Yes. He's really talented. Oh. Yeah. That's it. And he's just like got it. He's like a one trick pony in a lot of people's minds. So it's good for yep. him to get some exposure and yeah. do something different. And you said Martina McBride too. Martina McBride and BB Rexa. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Fun fact. Uh, I haven't told people this yet, but the girl who was in my last music video, uh, a song called Tell Me What You Need, and I end up dissing her for my wife in the end of the music video. But um, Good call. She, yeah. Casting. Again, that's why I'm not hitting on the, 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 the panelists. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so she is a contestant on the Martina McBride episode. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Uh, but yeah, they, I, they do such a good job. BB Rexa is one of the other, the other artists like on the her. show this year. That'll be interesting. Um, do you find, do you know a lot of these people that are competing? Uh, you know what? Only a few of them th- this year. I knew a couple last year. Um, and I, and you know, I met a bunch of them this year because when we were out there, was, the four of us were out there, but they were also filming different parts of some of the other episodes. Their shooting schedule was crazy. It was like six weeks and they shot everything. And so there was a lot of crossover. Wow. Um, and so we did get to meet a lot of the, the folks from the other episodes. That's oh, cool. Ben Platt is another artist. I love show. Ben. His voice okay. is, yeah. I love Ben Platt. He's great. Wow. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. He's I'm incredible. a huge fan of him. Me too. He's That's so good. cool. I was kind of hoping he would be like, it would be him or I was honestly, if when I found out, you know, the other artists or the other songwriters were country writers, then I was thinking, okay, it's probably a country artist. I was hoping it would be Florida Georgia Line just because of how huge they are mm-hmm. and how their all their songs just are. It's insane. Huge. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, but yeah. Lady Annabellum doesn't yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it turned out Lady Annabellum is more in line with who I am as a as a person and a writer. I think. And, yeah. And so that was a good. It was a good look for me. And they were so gracious. Lady Annabellum was. Very, They're just very good cool. people. They just come across as being really ordinary, like regular Joes that, that mm-hmm. have a lot of talent. They don't come off as look at me yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they honestly, I mean, they feel like mid Midwestern kind of people where you mm-hmm. very approachable and uh, easy to talk to. Um, and they were just very supportive of, of us, I think. And they've all written on their songs here and there. And so they know the journey of the songwriter and, and respect it. And, and so you can it was, tell it was that great. by the way, some of the comments that they made 
because it was very in the box type of talk when they were when they were speaking about some of the things and 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 conversing about the way things sounded or ways to move things around. And as like, oh, that's like songwriter speech is what they're right. doing right there. That's how they sound when they talk when they're alone. For together, sure, right? Yeah, they, they, it was cool. They, yeah, it's, it is a language, and they and they spoke it for sure. I wish they would have shown more of them singing my song because <laughs> the second time I performed it, they clearly had spent a little more time with it and they sounded so good on it. Oh it God. was it was insane. When they when they started singing it after that second performance I did with Haley, I was backstage because we do two takes of each each performance and I was waiting for the second one and they had to hold production because they kept singing my chorus. Oh my god! And I was freaking out. I was like, I think I just won right? this. I think yeah. they're gonna yeah. record this because it sounded incredible. Did anybody it have was, that recorded? Was, can you get any of that? Can you get any of that back from them? <laughs> there's no way. There's here's, no here's way. Here's four seconds of Lady Annabellum singing my song. Right. Here's, here's, yeah. Yeah, I'll treasure this, this forever. The, the uh, but I won't forget it. I mean, even no. with, without a recording, it was. It was beautiful. Was, I felt bad so for cool. him when they were sitting on the couch because every artist, when they were playing, they would show him on the couch, and and all it was was them bobbing their heads because mm-hmm. they didn't know the songs yet, <laughs> yeah. you know. And they were just bobbing their heads, and they were smiling. And then they cut away, and they come back, and they were bobbing their heads, and they were smiling. I was like, okay, <laughs> stop going back to the to the couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was totally. a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot cool. Of fun. The second time I performed, that Ryan Tedder was uh, singing the lyrics along with us. Yeah, I, I picked that, that right up. Yeah, that was cool. Good deal. Well, we're yeah. proud of you, man. We're yes. very proud of everybody in Omaha is proud of you and um, keep it up Thanks. and yeah, keep killing it and we'll, we'll keep in touch and you just yeah. keep writing hit songs and take care of that baby. You guys stay safe, stay healthy. Thanks so much, you guys. Love being on the show. So thankful for your support for so many years. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys a ton. Thanks, buddy. We are too. We're proud of you too. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. See you later. All right. See you guys. Uh, so that's Tim Halperin. Um, the link to that video for um, Songland is in the show notes. Click on it, watch the entire thing, and then support whatever artist makes him him a million dollars. All right, thanks for listening to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast.